Oh, there's no way you need my permission to come up. You have every permission. No way. I no. I got I got to let the baby bird fly. I want to see you. So don't don't keep re-raising your hands. I want to see you put yourself on the stage. How <laughs> stop it. Stop it. No. <laughs> come on, man. Space is open to us now. And our eagerness to share its meaning is not governed by the efforts of others. We go into space because whatever mankind must undertake, free men must fully share. All right, so welcome. We'll, we'll just start because we're very professional. Welcome to the Space Out Podcast. I am your uh, beaten up host, uh, Anthony Gallo, or Silent Architect, depending on how you know me. And with me is the pending. ever what? <laughs> I said pending, like <laughs> Silent Architect is pending True. as your as your new title. Mm -hmm. And my my super far away co host, uh, Connor. Yep, here I'm in between. Uh, zero connectivity and five connectivity so let's hope i don't tear on on everyone <laughs> we'll see how it goes i mean i'm let's just say i'm feeling this make me nostalgic for my early episodes with my former co-hosts I, I i really feel like i could slip into this like an old pair of sneakers so i can work with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah well maybe logos this will help us get through it without totally losing our minds yeah Oh, I already lost my mind and started to come back, so. So, we are talking about uh, logo synthesis and soul retrieval and trauma healing this episode, but uh, your boy had uh, quite the week, and I, I really need to get into a lot of it. So, are you ready? Okay, so Connor, you know how, like, before I said, like, this is, like, the best week of my life. And then I came in and I was like, this is like the worst week of my life. Did you know sometimes you can have both in a single week? Whoa. Yeah. We're carrying on the theme of last episode into this episode. Yeah. It's uh, it's like that that note you made about how like, you know, usually both happen at once. It's like as if God agreed with you and decided, like, let's just turn that up to 11. <laughs> yeah. But does it does it make the bad pills easier to get the fruit gummies with it? Uh, no, but I've swallowed the bad pills and they've been digested. And I believe I'm I'm at if I'm not at a bad pills, I've definitely taken the worst pill. So all subsequent mm -hmm. pills will be more manageable in retrospect because like, well, it's not as bad as that one. So, oh, well, yeah. Well, that attitude will help. Right. I said so, that kind of sarcastically, but that's kind of, uh, I, I meant, I meant that. Yeah. So, uh, okay, let's, let's just jump right into it. So remember my favorite token that I talked about in the last episode in, uh, Manhattan Project, we actually, I should just preface this right out of the gate. Uh, don't buy the Manhattan Project. This is financial advice. Do not buy the Manhattan Project token. There is no Manhattan Project token. I mean, there is, but it doesn't actually do anything or help anything. So it was 
it was all a farce. It it was a it was a goddamn lie. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Oh yeah. I can laugh at it and buy any of it. So we uh you know the price went down and they held a buy competition, and in retrospect, what a fucking snake to do that. So a day like two days goes by and the developer doesn't tell me who the winner is of the buy competition. I DM'd him a few times and people are asking me like, so who won? And I'm like, I keep asking the dev. I don't know. And, you know, things are starting to look a little fishy, even for me. And you can be uh, because everything is transparent in crypto. We can see when everything, you know, every buy, every sell and it gets taxed and put into like the tax treasury for uh, project growth and marketing. I, I go out and I do deliveries, which was already like a rough day because I ran out of money. So I like didn't have money for coffee or to go home. So it was one of those things where it's like, well, I got to make money so I can buy coffee to have energy to work and then also pay for my trip home. So I could just afford a monster energy drink which I haven't had in a decade. And that really fucked my body up. So I'm already not doing great. And then someone just uh, posts in the telegram that I was admin for, for the project. Uh, guys, I don't think the dev is coming back. And they showed us that all the marketing money just went into a private Qcoin account, which now makes it untraceable. Wow. So, yeah. So sometimes that happens and it's a scam and sometimes that happens and it's legitimate. Like the developer would be like, no, guys, this is like for marketing. Like, how do you think I'm going to pay for marketing? I can't pay for it if it's just sitting in the wallet. So I was telling people like, look, I don't know what's going on. Could be one, could be the other. Let's just see what happens. And uh, I found out that this project was actually uh, launched off of a launch pad project. It has a terrible name. I fucking hate the name the name is called based and if i knew that that would actually kind of deter me from <laughs> investing in any of this because i'm just like that's terrible yeah so i was like guys look when i'm done working i'm gonna go to their telegram and i'm gonna i'm gonna find out like how they did the launch pad process how they did the audit for the manhattan project smart contract i'm gonna get all of their information and we're gonna start sifting through this i go to their telegram and immediately Someone writes, it's the same thing here, architect. Fucking everyone's gone. And I'm just like, no way. And it's like, developer did the same exact thing over at base. Did a buy giveaway to pump up the price and then vanished. Same time as the Manhattan Project developer and a bunch of team members also vanished. So based was a scam, Launchpad project, and then launched another scam. And then they both held buy giveaways and then bounced. Hmm. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think it's easier for these developers to build these scams than to build an actual like long-term project? No. That's what blows my so, mind. So it's not like it's not encouraged like uh in s some kind of order like yeah, you could could jump off, or you could just make this short term, uh, you know, like steal. Yeah. So 
I talked to my healer about it because I don't get it. Because these people, they walked away with anywhere between like, I don't know, 10000 to $30,000, which all the effort it takes, like you have to pay money to make a token. And these guys made at least two. So like you're spending a bunch of money and then putting a bunch of time in and then you're walking away with like ten to 30000 which, you know, ain't chump change. But when you compare it to like other scams, that is chump change. Because people make scams and they walk away with half a million, sometimes millions. If like, it's funny because I'm actually I'm binging squid games now and someone made a squid game token, which I don't know how people fell for it because like you don't you don't buy something like that because it's clearly a, a trendy scam. But like when you buy that token, it was public information that you would not be able to sell for like seven years. And everyone was saying like, oh, that means it's guaranteed profit because the price can't go down. And it's like it, it, it giga pumped because of that. And then the developer just rug pulled and pulled all the money out and it plummeted, which like, yeah, that's going to happen. So like I get that because that guy walked away with like probably a million dollars. I don't get going through all the effort of walking away with then like 10k when you could have just made a legitimate token that people were clearly very interested in so there's there's not an actual like like if i was a scammer and i had a like business partner for the scam and he came to me with this idea of like we're gonna do all this and then walk away with like i don't know 20k i'd tell him like maybe we shouldn't be business partners because you're clearly like not good at this i'm not doing all this for like peanuts <laughs> but this is what they're doing and i talked to my healer about it and he said that some people just enjoy stealing like they get a rush from it mm -hmm. like me <laughs> uh you're stealing my my time my energy my heart my mind well i'm a little i'm a truthful in that because like it's kind of like, uh, well, I explained this before, and I think like the first episode that I was on, but like when I was like fascinated with, uh, with like spies and sneaking around and like, uh, like the general aspect of a thief, like jumping, jumping through windows and like stealing your candle, you know, holders and like yeah. your fucking jewels and shit. And then like bouncing and like being sly and shit. I thought that was just like really cool, but I'm not taking like people's like not with theft yeah. but i think that that like atmosphere is cool it's kind of like how people buy a fishing rod and just throw the hook into the water and just sit there with attention to actually catch a fish like i would do that because the act of fishing is like so therapeutic but i, I don't care about catching a fish you know mm. it's almost like it's almost like that okay. i don't know why i had to explain that but no i hear you well, because there's yeah. a certain line that you're just that you as a person don't cross because you have like decency and like a heart. And then like these guys, yeah, they, of course, they, they just do. They not only do they cross that line, they get off on it and it gives them a rush. So there you go. Like I yeah, get a, that's the difference. Yeah, I get a rush being irresponsible with my crypto investments. They get a rush from lying to people and stealing their money. So I I felt really awful about that because I promoted it a lot on my Twitter 
and I really hyped it up on the podcast. And I I I, I went into a really like bad place with it. Uh, I like I tweeted like I'm not like I'm not talking about crypto like anytime soon because I got to like like I helped I was uh, I helped this guy scam people by hyping it up and running the telegram and I felt really awful about that and I I got to this place where I was like oh so like I'm I'm really dumb and I'm also really clever so while I'm hurting myself I trick people into thinking I'm worth listening to and then I dragged him down with me and it, it, it took talking to my healer, Tim, to help get me out of that. And my solution for the whole thing, it's not, it doesn't fix everything. But I told my artist, uh, my illustrator, Atmo, that we're pausing, like all the illustrations we're working on right now. And instead, we're going to make an exclusive NFT. Uh, it's going to have its own design. It's actually, it's going to look pretty sick. Uh, and I'm going to give it away for free to anyone who got scammed by this, that got scammed by mm-hmm. based and pretty much anyone that's ever gotten scammed in crypto. If you can show me your, like, uh, your wallet scans and show me like, yeah, I bought this before. Like, cause someone might come up to me and be like, yeah, I bought a scam. And then I look at their wallet and they bought it like yesterday. And the scam happened like a month ago and they try to like game it for a free NFT. So if you can show yeah. me that you bought a scam and we're legitimately scammed. You get this NFT for free, and it gives you all the perks that you would normally have to either like unlock an NFT or buy one for. Like you get access to my free crypto giveaways and all the utilities that I'm coming up with as like an apology for, you know, the part that I played. And that like does feel nice that I was able to think of that. And uh I don't know. That that's my solution. I I've had a few people tell me I should delete the last episode or at least put something at the beginning or in the description saying like hey don't buy Manhattan Project. But I like I put the website, the Telegram, the Twitter, like everything of that project in the description. And I said, do your own research before you buy into this thing. So if you heard me talk about it and then you didn't look at the chart, like you didn't see it plummet to hell. You didn't look at the Twitter and see that it's dead. You didn't look at the Telegram and see that I pinned a post saying that this is a scam. If you didn't do any of that and you just blindly bought this token, this might sound a little harsh, but I think you deserve to lose a little bit of money. Deserves not the right word. You need to lose a little bit of money and get burned on that impulsive decision so you like wake up to how like not responsible that is. So I will not be altering anything that I uploaded last week. And I think it's a good archive to see how confident a person can be and still be so completely wrong. Right. I mean, it was, it was just like a record, a recording of that moment in time. Like there's no need to alter it because present right now where you can go and look at what. Yeah. You cut out a little bit, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. I, uh, as like, I do feel very responsible. It's funny because if someone talks about a token and I buy it and it does bad, I don't blame them. That's my responsibility. But if I talk about a token, someone buys it because of me mm-hmm. and then they lose a bunch of money. I also blame me, which that's not healthy or fair. So I got to work through that. But at the same time, do your research. Uh, don't just blindly buy shit because I like it clearly. 
So that sucked. That was not great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then Papa Woody was it was actually pretty nice. He came into the telegram because uh, it was one of the tokens he put me on. And he was like, you know, fuck this bullshit scam. Let's go to this token called K- Kaguya. Come on, guys, let's go hang out in that telegram, you know, and make some money over there. And I took my 150 and Manhattan Project went down to 40. I put it in Kaguya and I made my money back. I I invested very smartly. It went up to actually I made a little bit more. I made more than my money back. I my 40 turned into 150. I pulled out half. Uh and then at some point I pulled out more later and it went down more. So so you know, kind of like no harm, no foul as far as my finances go. But yeah, so at least I made my money back and you know, I, I'm I'm back I was back up a few hundred from my bottom and I just realized I'm done with all this. Like I'm just tired of looking at charts all day and day trading, even if I am slowly climbing back up. And I had a whitelist for an NFT for uh this uh NFT project called This Thing of Ours. It's made by this guy Hustle and he's got like like five hundred thousand subscribers on youtube or something like this guy's like a big deal in gaming and crypto gaming and i just took all of uh my my crypto that i was trying to get rich on quick and i used that to mint my nft so i get a bunch of perks in his thing and like after the whitelist was sold out and it went public with like 500 nfts that sold out in 15 minutes and there are currently people offering me almost double what I paid. So I paid 250 to mint this, and I have someone offering me directly over $400 in like just a day. So I'm either going to get cool perks with this NFT, or at the very least I can flip it for a profit. And I felt like this, either way, that's good. And I should be as someone who works at StoryDown now. I should be around people making crypto content and crypto games and hanging out with people like that and not around a bunch of people posting twerking videos. And it it just felt like a real like growing up moment for me. Like I'd rather focus on being healthy and having fun than trying to fix my mistake and make my money back. So that that was the good. That was the good. There's more bad though. Are you ready for the bad? <laughs> yeah. Um. So then I found out my father passed away. Damn, that's a that is not crypto related. Holy no, shit. no, and and I I did I, I, that's when I was like, oh okay, so this is the bottom. We can't go wow. any further from here. This is as bad as it gets. Yep, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So, you know, I last time, I mean, I'm going to I'm going to keep it completely honest. The last time I talked to my dad was a year or two ago, and he I told him I was going to stop giving him money until he got sober, and he told me to go fuck myself. So, that was the last interaction we had, and I'm not going to get into all the details of, you know, his passing cuz I'm not I'm not trying to be like a huge mood kill, but it's, you know, he did not get sober since then. And, 
it's pretty awful to hear about. Apparently it happened three weeks ago and my uncle texted me, called me and emailed me and he showed me screenshots. I didn't get any of that. I don't know how, but I didn't. And I, I don't like how my dad passed. I don't like that there, he wasn't around family when it happened. And I don't like that I wasn't there for everything that followed. And, you know, my uncle told me, you know, there's still stuff we can do with me so I can go, you know, to his burial site and everything. So that's at least nice. But part of it is a relief because he was suffering. And I do believe that, you know, when you pass, it's a changing of form. So I believe my dad's having a much better time now and he deserves that. But I wish he could see the person that I'm becoming. So that's a little disappointing because I always had in the back of my head like, oh, maybe he'll get sober and he can see like my business and my content and, you know, be like, ah, you did good, son. So he's still doing that just uh, on the other side of the veil and I can't really perceive it. So, you know, catch 22. But that was another thing where I was like, yeah, I would rather focus on my health and watch some squid game than spend any more time stressing about crypto because at this point. I just don't care about it as much. I'd rather spend time with my cat who has leukemia and she's perfectly healthy now, but you know, that's not great. And if she passes, I, I, I'd hope that I spent more time playing with her than I did with crypto charts. Yeah. Lots of, uh, damn. Yeah. That is just a lot on your plate. Yeah. I mean, granted a lot of it's like a lot of it's being behind the scenes, you know, and then just all of it, it's all on your, on your plate. Jesus. Yeah. My body's been shaking a little bit. <laughs> Ron's just like, I don't think one person is able to hold all of this in their system at once. So, well, you're still, you're still walking around. So it's true. You're, you're proving yourself wrong. Yeah. That's a good point. Uh, so, you know, all that stuff happened and this all does actually relate to logo synthesis it actually is funny enough uh very on topic so that that's been my week so if you bought manhattan project because of me or if you bought a scam in general let me know um to, i'm meeting up with my illustrator in a few days so we can go over how i want the nft made and once she's done with that i'm gonna uh i'm gonna hire a musician to add some music to it i'm gonna do some vfx it's gonna look fucking sick let me know I'll airdrop it to you for free and you get access to all the things that I'm building absolutely free of charge. So I have that going on. We're going to be releasing our first uh, project at StoryDAO. We're not, we're not done with it. We have to start working on it, but we're going to announce it within the next week or two. That's extremely exciting. And uh, yeah, just my dad passed and... I'd rather have fun than let my obsessions uh, take me over. So it's, I feel like I'm, I'm going in a much healthier direction now with all this stuff in mind. So it's not great what happened, but I'm at least, out of all the trajectories I could be going in, you know, I did deliveries in the city yesterday, surrounded by legal weed. I could have bought edibles. Instead, I didn't. In fact, actually, funny I mentioned that. I found like a ha like more than half smoked 
joint on the floor while doing deliveries and I brought it home and I inspected it and I'm looking at it, I'm like, yeah, I don't see anything funny here going on. It's clearly weed mixed with a bit of tobacco. And I reached out to Sadie, uh, shout out Sadie. Sadie smokes, you know, weed every now and then. So I, I, I sent her a picture and I was like, would you smoke this? And she was like, absolutely not. <laughs> And uh, yeah, that's how you get a virus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was looking at it. Right. And old me would have absolutely smoked that like drug addict me. And the fact that I'm even in that I'm even considering it is because of everything that happens within this week. You know, I'm in like a very dark place and I'm just looking at it and I'm like, even if this is fine, like this is not there's not nothing bad is going to happen to me if I smoke this, even if that's true. Don't I deserve better than like floor weed, like street weed found on a New York City sidewalk? Don't I deserve uh, weed from like a storefront? Right. So I just threw it out and it, it was it was like nothing. I just like, yeah, I'll just throw it out. And I don't know, watch some YouTube. And that's that. And I could just feel like, oh. This would have been a whole process for I would have had to do like a breathing exercise to like throw this out just even a year ago. So I was able to really just feel how like solidified I am in my growth. And, you know, that was very nice. And I just feel like even though I'm getting hit with like huge hurricanes while sailing these seas, I'm just very sturdy in wherever it is that I'm going. So and I can actually thank Logo Synthesis for that. So, yeah, that's been that's been my week. And I'm still here. Just hanging out with my girlfriend and working out. And oh, uh, nice. I'm going to start working soon after I head back home. And uh, let me think. I've just been working more on like, uh, on like myself and developing good habits and, you know, all this hokey shit. Mm-hmm. Um doing more astral projection because uh we're going to be talking about that next episode i believe hell yeah i want i've I've taken kind of not like a hiatus but like i've been obviously i've been focusing more on like my physical health so um when i do like get to lay down i'm like partially projecting and i'm like oh this is like so relaxing and then i just i just conk out like I'm just so exhausted, which is that feels good because like I'm like I I feel like I have a purpose again, <clears throat> and um yeah, it's just really nice. That does sound very nice, very therapeutic, very steady, right? Yeah. 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 So let's talk about logo synthesis. What did you come across yeah. in your research? Um, I didn't sp- specifically look at logo synthesis because um, I felt like I w- or I personally wanted you. You were in this mystery school learning about it. You had like a lot of. I mean, you're getting a lot of information about it and knowledge and like actual things with it with the specific technique. So I. I dove a little bit into neuroplasticity 
which I I think is the vehicle for logosynthesis. Like logosynthesis uses neuroplasticity. And for you listener that doesn't know what neuroplasticity is, it's the ability for your brain to like strengthen or weaken or it's basically your brain's ability to change and build new neural pathways strengthen them um it's some and i saw this whole chart which i'm not really sure i agree with but it was it was showing that children you know at the at like the beginning of their kind of conscious sensor um intake i guess like when they really absorbing their neuroplasticity and like the changes in their brain spike dramatically because you know they're kind of cataloging this entire world around them and then slowly it goes down and down because what they start experiencing everything that life has to offer and you know with what life as an adult in this time on earth is it's kind of stagnant and you're always doing the same thing so you don't your brain doesn't really change that much and from there it only goes down and eventually diseases like dementia and alzheimer's those are um like diseases that would be considered like harmful for your neuroplasticity so it just goes down even further from there but i think it's more of like a will thing like you're not you're not same stuff because your capacity for your brain to change is low it's that your capacity for your brain to change is low not your life isn't changing and that kind of starts with your own decisions like your will if you wanted to quit your job and go bike across the united states like you totally could and your brain would change dramatically because of it and then boom your neuroplasticity and you know so that's what that is and i feel like that has a part to play in uh logosynthesis oh absolutely logosynthesis is really good for reprogramming your your brain it's not something that i'm learning at the mystery school it's something i'm learning through my healer that he just came across it on his own and it's it's extremely revolutionary it's uh, it was created by Dr. Willem Lammers, and you say sentences that I, I think it's a multi-layered thing. Like it's definitely part of reprogramming your mind. It's part of reprogramming your subconscious, and it's part of soul retrieval. And there are like when a traumatic thing happens in your life, part of your consciousness and your being actually gets stuck in that moment in time and stays there. And then by performing logosynthesis, you're actually unfreezing that part of you and bringing it back into this present moment. It's it's amazing. Uh, and reprogramming your brain just in general is very important. I forget the exact number, but something like, like 90% of your day is already decided by your subconscious. And then you have like around like 10% wiggle room, maybe even less of like your, your actual 
like free will that's available to you to like color outside the lines and do something different. So if you're reprogramming your subconscious and if you're bringing new stimuli into your day-to-day -day life, you are more likely to get out of that loop. Like it's it's very interesting when you realize like many people are just like kind of in a little time loop, like a cycle, you know, daily cycle, weekly cycle, monthly cycle, yearly cycle. You know, this is a thing I learned when I was uh, really doing a lot of research on drug addiction, where like drug addicts, we have like a three month cycle that we go through where every three months it just pops back up. And when you're when you're reprogramming your brain and really utilizing the neuroplasticity that you have available to you with your brain being able to like reshape, you're able to get into something new. And that's also very important too, because the more you're in like a new environment and a new stimuli, the more you're actually able to receive from the universe because you're, something happens when you're in the same routine. It's like you have like certain blocks from reality, like in your auric field. And then being in something new, it's like those blocks dissolve away. It's, 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 I believe that's why a lot of people have uh, breakthroughs in the shower because they're away from their monitors and all that stuff. And it, your, your channels open up for a little bit and you know, your guides in the universe are like, go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. And it's also like the only place where a majority of us are like constantly being bombarded by water and like that that brings you into the present. Like it brings you to think about the things that you're experiencing in that time, not necessarily like physically around you where the water is bringing you, but also like what's happening in your mind and like in your spirit and stuff. Or you're, you are, you are way more receptive to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's just super interesting. Think about it. Well, hey, hey, everyone, while I'm talking about all this, just go listen to this while you're in the shower. You'll get it like, double you'll get it like twofold you'll probably fucking just start levitating and see god's face who knows yeah. please take a shower yeah <laughs> nice. please for the love of god stop looking at the charts go take a shower jesus <laughs> no just put another layer of deodorant on come on um but yeah you were talking about like soul retrieval and stuff and like how um when we when we face like some traumatic event or maybe some kind of event that we that we just like fully reject completely um we like reflect that into our brain like our brain catalogs that and in that neural play, there's like there's like a, and it's like every time like neuron passes through this pathway you're gonna feel that pain so you're going to avoid it at all costs because you don't want to face it you're too busy trying to make your five o'clock meeting or you know you're trying to get your daily routine starbucks or daily routine you know anything like you get in the loops and these these spots in your brain kind of create these walls around your entire reality like it stops you from doing certain stuff because you don't don't want to face that pain again or that discomfort is like the most common but it's the most powerful because we're so used to being comfortable and we don't want to be uncomfortable so if we experience something that's uncomfortable there's probably a really good chance that the next day we're not going to do that again 
yeah and that's how we start building these walls absolutely and it becomes a prison yeah and like on one hand that's good that's evolution and we need to avoid discomfort so we don't just walk into knives but at the same point right there when when you're feeling something uncomfortable what i'm learning at the school like very non-dual perspective every uncomfortable feeling you feel has value in it and you can either tell yourself to be happy or focus on the positive or you can allow yourself to be open just be open all you have to do is just you know be honest about it don't don't try to like gaslight yourself but if you can honestly set the intention of i i am letting myself be open to receiving the value and nourishment that is in this uncomfortable feeling like i'm telling you you will receive the value in it and then you'll be able to navigate with that in mind and once you've done that enough the discomfort goes away because it no longer serves a purpose at the very least it will you'll create enough space internally and develop a strong enough muscle to where it won't sway you as much i like i've done this with my drug addiction like i mentioned earlier i have weed right in front of me when i was a drug addict drug addict here's a little insight into like my actual lowest low a decade ago i used to smoke cigarettes that i found on the floor because i couldn't afford any and i was a cigarette smoker so that guy who is a recovered drug addict recovering drug addict i should say has uh weed he finds on the floor that he could just put into a bowl so i'm i'm technically not putting my lips on anything and i i still throw it out because i'm just like yeah no that's that's not good like i've leveled up that much i've healed that enough i've i've made that much progress because i'd rather throw the weed out and just let my discomfort inform me on how i should navigate to a more healed presence and for like right now a more healed presence for me is binging squid game so that's what i'm doing and i'm having a blast it's a right it's a and pretty it, it starts, sick show it starts like in the consciousness right like, yeah you you're you have to make that choice. Like you're choosing to go through that uncomfortable thing for the first time or for the first few couple times. And then eventually for it goes away because you faced it. You, you haven't created an aversion to it because you faced it. You know, when you turn away from it, it creates this pit. And every time you come back to it and turn away from it, the pit gets deeper and deeper. Mm -hmm. But then just like suck it up and start jumping over the pit it gets smaller and smaller this is the very sample of it but i've started like after i work out i'll just jump into the shower like i don't wait for it to get warm and i'm someone who like absolutely i mean everyone loves warm i used to love them like blazing hot right and i would never take cold shower but i just started like I don't know. I saw the discomfort. I saw that there was discomfort there and I didn't want that I didn't want that wall there anymore. It was it wasn't for any like health benefit. It wasn't like, "Oh, I'm taking cold showers because I want to like fucking microdose weight loss or some shit," you know, like some article that you'd read online. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to do it because there was a wall there and I wanted to remove it. So I started just jumping in the shower and after the fourth time, like four times, after the fourth time doing it, it wasn't cold anymore. Like the first time you jump into a cold shower, it's like freezing and it's super uncomfortable. 
it was like it was chilly at warm like when you jump into a pool and it's you know your body gets used to it so like my consciousness my spirit my mind and then my body came together and was like yeah we're now over this it's not a problem anymore if someone told me to jump in a cold shower i wouldn't i wouldn't um like have to hesitate and obviously that's like a <laughs> you you can it's a it's a small scale example but blow it up into another challenge and another thing like like you if if someone told you like three years ago hey i want you to throw away this cigarette that you found on the ground such a a a struggle but now it's not for you you're you've overcome that that pit absolutely yeah to like to me it is the same thing like it's it's I get what you're saying where it's like small and then larger, but it's the same thing of breaking a barrier, essentially. And if you actually make a practice of just like, well, I'm going to break this barrier, that in of itself is a barrier because you've just you're you're uh, being accustomed to there's a wall here. Hey, you know what? Just for the hell of it, because I like to practice my free will, I'm just going to make today more fun and I'm going to see if I can break through this wall or at the very least chisel at it. So and by the way, it was. It was 10 years ago that I was smoking floor cigarettes. Three years ago, way too... Yeah. People, people know me from three years ago. <laughs> they were like, you were doing that? Like, no, 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 that was a decade ago. I don't, I'm not even made up of the same cells anymore from when I used to do that. So technically, that, that was a completely different guy. But yeah, it's absolutely the same thing. Yeah, so this stuff is very important because like you can even relate this to... Uh, people that just uh, doom scroll on Reddit or they just watch the news all the time, they're stuck in that loop and it's difficult for them to get out of it. So it can even apply to crypto. There are people who are just addicted. Like so check this out. This is something I noticed with Kaguya where it pumped up. I took my profit and then it dropped because whales moved on to a new new token and all this other stuff. And... I just observing it from a fresh perspective, deciding I'm getting the hell out of here anyways. I noticed people watch crypto. There are people out there when it comes to like meme coins and all this different stuff that watch these crypto charts pump up so high in just a day or two. The same way someone watches like a football game where they see a green candle and it's like a touchdown. And then they see a big red candle and it's like a fumble. Like this is how some people spend their Saturday nights, except there's like money on the line. So I guess it's like gambling on sports. And it's very difficult for someone like that to get out of that loop because that's that's gambling addiction right there. And you would have to start just introducing new stimuli to even really give yourself more of a fighting chance to get out of that loop. And you know what really lubricates that? Logo synthesis. So I have the sentences here. They're pretty amazing. I was first introduced with my healer, like walking me through this and like helping me with it and almost like pulling energy out of me in a way, like he's instructing me and helping me with it. But you you can do this on yourself. I, I will say as someone who's had a healer do it and then done it 
on himself, it, it does feel more effective with uh, with someone else like doing it with you. But you don't need that if you don't have to. So you just say three simple sentences and you give time in between. And there is a logo synthesis book. And there's not an audiobook yet, but there is an audiobook on logo synthesis for money. So if you're a crypto bro like me, I would really recommend the I would recommend both, of course, but I would like also super recommend the one all about uh, money and abundance, because this is another thing helping grease my wheels for me to just focus on other things. Because I'm actually reprogramming my brain. I've noticed like because I grew up poor, because I grew up in all these different drug houses, because I was able to notice like, oh, there's like a rich side of my family and I'm from the poor side of the family. Oh, all that stuff. I equate abundance and happiness with money and money is very important to me. And it's always going to be because it is important to me. Money is energy. And anyone that says, well, I don't like money because it ruins things. Money is the neutral thing to me, and it's how we relate to it and how we use it that makes it hypothetically good or bad. So this gives you a healthy relationship to money with that in mind, and also lets you realize like, oh, I don't need a bunch of money to be abundant. I just need enough money to pay my bills <laughs> and not like worry about my safety. And then from there, I could feel abundant playing with my cat, because I do. I'm like, why the hell? What do I need, like, uh, a brand new video game console when I could just play with my cat who loves me with her entire heart? What, I'm going to play uh, Call of Duty online and get called, like, a bunch of terrible names? I mean, that's fun in of itself, to be honest, yeah. But this ain't nothing either. So it really restructures you, and you'll be navigating life and receiving reality from a completely different zero point, which is huge. Like, I can't express enough how important it is to go about life with a more healed trajectory. Because you're just, you're really going to sidestep a lot of the familiar bullshit that you're used to. So like you, you know, like, you see the things that used to trigger, like, a bunch of negative emotions. And then once you reach that new perspective, you hear them. And it's almost like you, like, take it, you, like, do a double take. I'm supposed to, like... Like like a robot, you're like, oh, I'm I was supposed to like feel a certain way or think a certain way or say certain words in my mind when I heard that. Yeah, They're, that's not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh shit, this is what it's like. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, is this freedom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. At the very least, at the very least, you'll notice that it'll start to bubble up, and then you'll just catch it before it even bubbles up all the way, and then you'll realize, like, oh okay, I could just go about like the rest of my day as plans. I don't, I don't need this to affect me. So the first sentence you say, uh, I retrieve all of my energy bound up in this. Actually, here, let me let me uh, reset the stage really quick. So I'll just use my own stuff. Sway, it helps give me examples. I I am like I'm terrified of getting priced out of my original investments. Like I did sell Pulse Floki at like one hundred and fifty dollars to help pay for this NFT mint. And then the next day it jumped up 20 percent while I was doing deliveries yesterday. And I mean, I was going through it, Connor, where I was like, like, man, my dad just passed away. Do don't you dare. I was actually out loud while doing delivery saying to my guides, like, don't 
don't do this. Like, I, I, I literally cannot handle <laughs> this. Don't fucking have this thing pump up the day after I sell. Um, and it went back down even lower than before that. It was just whales. Like, when, when you see a token like that, you'll put, like, let me just put in 50 just in case it goes up. For a whale, they do that, but 50 to them is, like, 500. So mm-hmm. that's all that was. For a second, I thought the developer came back from the dead. But, like, that happened, and my, my FOMO kicked in. And I, like, I could do a whole logo synthesis thing on that. And, like, I, I had my own realizations, you know, applying this stuff. Uh, but just keeping it to the sentences for now. If I were to use that, like with FOMO, well, okay. So you'd want to find, if you can, like the earliest point in your childhood of this thing. So for me, it's FOMO. You, I would like. It would probably take like a few attempts. You probably remember something as a teenager, and then a kid, and then like a really small kid. And if you feel like you've located like the first instance, this painful experience was introduced into your life you you like you you have it now located and you want to feel it in your body and you want to like locate on a scale of one to ten how intense the pain is and you want to be honest you know when my healer asked me i said like 11 it was like oh, i totally get that but like on, on a scale of one to ten though what is it and i said something like i think like eight so you've you've now located and connected with this painful sensation in your physical body from there, you would say the sentence. So it, it would be, uh, I retrieve all of my energy bound up in this insert scenario here and take take it to the right place in myself. So for, for me, it would be, I retrieve all my energy bound up in this experience of being left out of the family and take it in the take it to the right place in myself. From there, sentence two is, I remove Okay, also, really quick. So from there, you want to give it time. You don't want to just jump to the next sentence. You want to give it a few minutes, like a, maybe five. You know, it'll just, it'll feel right eventually. You'll have to take like a deep breath and you'll feel like the shifting happening. From there, you say, I remove all non-me energy related to this X scenario from all of my cells, all of my body, and my personal space and send it to where it truly belongs. And then from there, same thing. Give it like a few minutes, give it like five minutes. You'll feel some stuff going on. Let it happen, breathe into it. And then the third sentence, I retrieve all of my energy bound up in all of my reactions to this X scenario and take it to the right place in myself. Give it five minutes, breathe into it. And you've just performed logo synthesis on yourself, or had someone perform it with you. Oh, that's a. I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like that because um, not necessarily combines because they're both kind of the same in their own ways, or they happen at the same. Time. You kind of create that neural link in your mind with the moment like of these like you know of these troubled times that we're in with the physical sense i remember learning about like this technique of like relieving anxiety and stuff or just like negative where you know 
if you if you like you because you like uh negative emotions going on and i was told that you can like you can kind of grab the spot where you feel it like maybe in your gut if you're feeling anxious right like as an example Mm -hmm. and then you just like breathe into it and obviously during that you tell yourself like or you know you try and feel it as um just like tell yourself that like you know it's like you're okay and like you're not in any danger and like you're fine and like you can let this go right and what you just said with logosynthesis and grabbing onto the feeling just reminded me of that and like how it doesn't always have to be just like a mental game because a are really into the like you know seeing is believing and like you know don't have so much evidence then they'll always doubt what's going on right but so this is really good for people like that and like for everyone because you get to you feel it happening like in your body and that's where a lot of people live is in their body so just having that be the first step really makes it so that, like everyone can do it and everyone can be successful at it that's one of the things i really like about it is you don't have to be certified obviously the more you do it the more like someone who reads the book is going to have a more intimate understanding with the technique than someone who just says sentences of course but at the end of the day you are saying sentences that have a, a direct effect on your physical body and on your energy field. And I do, as much as I don't really look into like law of attraction and stuff like that, I do believe in it. When I set intentions with the universe and my guides, I always make sure I say it out loud instead of just in my mind, because I do believe speaking it into the universe has some, like you command energy by doing that. I, I really do believe that, that you can actually change energetic fields in your whole room by just saying the intention out loud and I I believe that's what a lot of this is so and again even if you're not into all that at the end of the day you can reprogram your mind in your subconscious by what you're thinking what you're saying and what you're taking in so even if you want to take all the energy stuff out of it if you're just a crypto guy listening to this right now scientifically proven if you're the type of person who says I'm bad every day Versus the person that says, hey, you know what? I have value in this, this, and this. Those two people are having a direct effect on their brain structure, on their neuroplasticity, right? And they're having a direct effect on their cellular structure. That's that's a, that's maths right there, my friend. Yeah, seriously. Like, pretty much as simple as it could get is like, you think happy thoughts, those, the pathways that, happy thoughts get mind with get stronger that means you'll feel them more and you'll use them more often and the ones that you used to use like the sad thoughts those get weaker and weaker so you'll use them less and you'll feel them less and then you know i mean everything that really happens to your body kind of goes through your brain too so like yeah like mind and body are connected so 
you you control what you can't control, which is your mind, and then you project that onto your body through, but like just biology, like it just happens. So yeah, just think happy thoughts, and then uh, you'll be happy and healthy. Yeah, as long as your happy thoughts are not in resistance to your unhappy thoughts. It totally works. Now, if you're unhappy and you're trying to like close your eyes and be like, no, I'm totally happy right now. You actually are intensifying your unhappiness because you're you're actually bringing focus to the, your inability to be happy and not the happiness. It's it, it gets tricky. That's where some law of attraction people mm -hmm. get fucked up where they're trying to like, uh, you know, like game where you put like one hand over the other over the other. They're like doing that. They're like trying to put the happy hand over the unhappy hand. And it just keeps they keep overlapping each other. So they're just throwing fuel onto the fire. They're not yeah. actually removing the fire. Yeah, absolutely. So when you're able to like genuinely appreciate a thing about yourself and then speak that into reality, that will activate pathways in your brain. And the more you activate those pathways, the more your body gets used to doing that. And we talked about loops at the very beginning of this episode. There are positive loops. There are people that love working out and they do it and it's really healthy and it's it's nothing for them because they're just used to doing it. That is a very healthy, awesome loop to be in. And they've activated, their brain is just used to it. So if they don't go to the gym, they actually start to feel weird and uncomfortable the same way someone that eats junk food all the time will start to feel weird and uncomfortable because they're breaking that like rhythm you know, your body gets used to a rhythm, whether it's good or bad. It's what you choose to do with that 10% that your subconscious hasn't decided on, what that's going to look like. And if you just keep putting another drop, another drop, another drop into the bucket, you're going to go on a, on a much on a, on a much more enjoyable path. It's, you have to decide, like, what master am I serving? The whole reason why I decided I'm just going to eat the loss and mint this uh, this thing of ours, that NFT that I was whitelisted for, is because I realized if I keep trying to get my money back, even if I do get it back, I'm serving a master in me that is very fixated, very obsessed, and is very addicted. So even if I do have the money, I have to now shrink that beast that I've fueled. And that's a whole experience in of itself. And I just, I don't want to do that. So I'm, I'm putting... Uh, drops in a different bucket of health and appreciating what I have right now. And I believe long term, I'm going to appreciate that way more. So what I also really like about Logosynthesis is I've been doing soul retrieval on myself for at least three years now, especially, yeah, I've been doing it for at least three years now. And it's the main part of my shadow work where I go into a meditative state and I work with my spirit guides to locate pain in my body and the pain informs me where it originated from. And then I go to that point in time in my childhood or like wherever in my past. And I either like change the scenario or I at the very least I'm there for the part of me experiencing the thing so they're not experiencing it alone. And I'm able to reintegrate that part of me. And that part of my soul comes back into my body. I I actually, the most intense version I had is I ended up in a past life where uh, my uh, my wife thought I was cheating on her. I, I was like a hunter 
and so it was like it was way back in the day like everyone was living in like 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 wooden straw like hay huts and there was snow everywhere and a, a, a gypsy woman her whole caravan was coming through and i thought she was awesome and we're hanging out at the bar from what i understand this is actually my spirit guide cassandra incarnated so this was like destined to happen and i just thought she was very fascinating and we just talked and drank a lot and i was like now it's time for you to see why i'm awesome and i went to the woods with her and i just showed her how i could hunt and stuff and i really respected the animals and it was actually one of the things i kind of judged the other hunters about where they didn't and that was like my job in like the little village and people told my wife that i was at a bar drinking with a gypsy woman and then we went into the woods alone so you know she accused me of things and i was telling her like i would never and it felt it felt like it was literally first person perspective that part that was actually the moment that was the initial moment and then everything else i got as a download i was like first person perspective in like a like like where you keep like animals type of barn type area but it's like more open and like lantern lit and i'm telling her like i would never do that and she's accusing me of having an affair and she left me and i went to go find the gypsy woman and her caravan already left town and i was just alone in the village and completely abandoned and i part of my soul even in that past life got stuck in that moment and i retrieved it back into my body performing that uh mm -hmm. method of soul retrieval and i became way more okay with being alone and way less codependent after i did that uh session of soul retrieval and shadow work on me it completely had a radical effect on my relationship with reality and all the people around me immediately it was amazing mm -hmm. and logosynthesis from my experience does the same thing and it's a lot easier because you're it's just speaking it out into the universe. Dreams are probably the best because like they happen every night and they can create like any sort of situation that would make you these points that you struggle with, like abandonment and, and, uh, it's in in my in my opinion for me anyways i feel like it, it it would be easier to deal with those sorts of situations in the dream or within the context of the dream than it would be like if it happened to you in your waking state you know because like when you're in your waking state you like you have the mask on already and like you gotta if you're gonna deal with the problem then then you gotta you have to deal with the context of like your entire mask and everything that was going on. But in the dream, it's a very localized and controlled environment. And it's very, you know, clear and to the point, you know, you, you kind of lived you in that dream. You, it, it was like a story and it was very clear and everything that you needed was, well, and just by meditating on that, dream in that situation and the emotions that you had, and then retrieving you know the part of your soul that was stuck loathing the idea of being alone and like nourishing that and being like hey it's it's okay you know <laughs> like it's 
it's so powerful and especially in like a like i said in the dream it's just it's easier for us to digest i feel like especially yeah. from a because in, in a really always like from a third perspective like sure you can identify with the in the dream that you're attached to you know but there's still you know there's still and you wake up and you're like oh that was dream me and then here's the me me <laughs> the me me <laughs> and uh yeah from perspective it's like it's way easier to help yourself and look at things you know without being so clouded by judgment and like your own the things that you're even trying to get over you know you you struggle with one thing and then another thing pops up and then another thing pops up and you're like well shit i'm just stuck feeling bad about all this shit and there's a lot that i can do so yeah that, yeah, what, that's why meditation helps me too is because like you can get into that you can you can look at it from a uh third person perspective like an outside perspective and be clear about all of it instead of being like stuck in the center of the storm not like not knowing what's going on yeah and when you're able to do all of this like i don't have any immediate friends in my life right now so i and i, I kind of can't I mean, I guess I could change that, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the time or the energy or even the money to be going out and trying to make new friends. I believe I'm going to be making my next big circle of friends just doing what I love to do and bumping into the right people. So in the meantime, I can either suffer about that or I can do soul retrieval. I can do logo synthesis and I can alchemize my past experiences and my internal world and my relationship with uh, the way I'm receiving reality. And that just helps mold me and help me as a being become alchemized to better fit the trajectory that I'm on. So, so it's just it's just smoother sailing while I, I reach the next island. At the end of the day, that's what logosynthesis is all about, is it's gonna it's gonna really grease the wheels and you're just gonna enjoy the trajectory that you're on a lot more. And best case scenario, it sends you on a whole different trajectory that's way more optimized for like a happy future for you. And it'll say new friends. Yeah, and I'll have like awesome friends, the best. They all they all have joints that like they got from a store, wrapped in gold. So I I highly recommend logo synthesis to anyone who is interested in anything we're talking about because it is. Very simple. It is readily available. I'm going to link the book in the description because like there's no set amount you need to do it. I I do it maybe tops once a week. It's helped a lot. It's one of the many things that I just incorporate into uh, my, my toolkit to help me. It's kind of like I have like all this excited potential and then reality happens and I get like beaten up. And then like all these different things that I've learned are like my my med kit that I use to like put myself back together. And usually I'm put together uh, a bit stronger and a bit smarter, at, at least eventually. So you need to be proactive 
when it comes to stuff like this. Like you don't accident you're not accidentally healthy. People that are healthy with their diet are healthy because they actively choose to be. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. It's okay. We're wrapping up anyway, so you only gotta hold out a little bit longer. Come on, Wi Fi, you can do it. <laughs> so what I was saying was um no one is like accidentally healthy with their diet. You have to actively choose to eat a healthy diet, not just a healthy diet, but a healthy diet for your body because not every diet works for every person. So you have to have a relationship with your body. You have to do proper research and then you have to go find the right sources of whatever it is that your body needs. And then you do that and you now have a healthy diet. It's the same thing with your brain. It's the same thing with your energy field. It's the same thing with all of your chakras. You have to have a, a, an intimate connection with your mind, with your heart, with your energy. And you have to go figure out what it is that you need to help heal these parts of you. And you need to implement it. And the first step is choosing to be, choosing to walk down the path of being actively conscious because that does take time, but it works. It does. If you just keep setting the intention and trying, you will just statistically, like statistically speaking you will eventually accidentally stumble into the correct thing worst case scenario that's what happens to me a bunch people tell me like oh anthony you're doing so good you got invited into a whale chat and you got like 300 twitter followers and blah 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 blah, blah. like people ask me for advice now because apparently i'm i'm fucking starting to become mr somebody and i tell them i have no idea what i'm doing that's not even me trying to be humble. That is a fact. I just do a bunch of things and then one of them eventually works and then I just do that thing. <laughs> like I'm like, all right, so that one stays and I keep that and then I do 10 more things. Most of them don't work. A few of them are actually detrimental and then one of those works and then I keep that one as well. That's just well, how that, life is. That's what you say then. What you say is you just do things because... Yeah. A lot of people don't do things. Uh, you spoke earlier about like 90% of what you do is like already planned out. That's not really you doing anything. That's just you on the assembly line, basically. Mm -hmm. Like you're not really making decisions. You are just, you're just, you know, it's like clockwork. You're just doing what you do in that moment because you've decided at some point that that's what you're just going to do. If so, you're you're breaking down that ninety percent into like eighty five percent, and then eighty, and then seventy five, and then you know, let's say fifty fifty, and now the fifty percent of the life that you do control is so big because you've chosen to expand in those areas. You don't get three hundred Twitter followers by doing the same thing you did before you had three hundred Twitter followers. Otherwise. Everyone would have 300 Twitter followers, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. It's true. Yeah. Thank you, Connor. You're welcome. So insightful. I'm a Reiki healer, so... True. <laughs> true. That do be true. So, yeah. I, um... I, I definitely... Like, it was such good timing. It's funny how this actually really lined up with everything we're experiencing, because I did Logosynthesis... And, you know, I, I 
just the whole pulse Floki thing pumping up 20%, I realized, like, it was so crazy. I realized, like, oh, I'm kind of token hopping right now. The same way I used to hop from, like, uh, girl to girl to girl in college. Like, I, I was so bad with that. Like, I used to just go from chick to chick to chick. Uh, because, uh, not to pat myself on the back, but I went to the gym and I, I had way more confidence than maybe I should have. And I also was still like the romantic sensitive type. So all that together, just girls, uh, wanted to like sleep with me and date me. And I, when I just felt like I'm not like, I would, I would hop around and i realized the reason why i was doing that like i was able to go back even further where in my childhood like i went to like 12 different schools in total growing up because my mom realized like hey if you just leave you don't have to pay rent so nice so we just moved around a lot i've lived in like four different states and i'd like i'd move in with an aunt for like safety and then like that wouldn't work out so now i'd move in with like my sister's grandmother for safety. And then that became a dangerous household. So like I would just hop from like different like parts of my mom's family and my sister's family. And then like, you know, my dad's family, that one, not as much. That was really just me and my dad. But I would just hop from like house to house to house growing up because I'd go somewhere. It was sanctuary. It was safe. I didn't have to worry about the problems at my old home. And then that became abusive. So I'd have to leave. And I now carried that into my relationships and then carried that into my crypto investments. And it was just, it was so amazing to wake up to all that. It was like, oh, so I don't have to do any of this. I just have to do work on myself, the part of me that doesn't feel safe with the environment that he's in. That's, that's all I have to do. All this other stuff is just me panicking and trying to, um, my healer had a similar realization where, he has like his room and his house and just like reality set up a certain way to feel safe. And he's been doing that subconsciously for decades. And he's finally woken up to it. And he's he's willing to challenge that now instead of needing reality to be specifically a certain way to feel that safety. And that's that's where I've gotten. That was another thing that really helped me like, yeah, you know what? I'm done with these tokens. I'm just going to invest in the ones that I like, Rubik, Cult, Revolt. If that takes years for me to make a bunch of money, I don't care. I'm going to watch Netflix. I'm going to play with my cat. And that's really cool. And Logo Synthesis helped me get there. And if I didn't have it, I'd probably still be in a neurotic state trying to find the next uh, brand new coin that's going to make me rich. But I implement this stuff and I have, <laughs> I have more free will because of it. And I encourage people to give it a shot. Yeah, if you're listening, do it right now. Yeah. I mean, for real, though, like it's it's a little bit difficult if you're doing it by yourself because you have to like remember these sentences. So if you do have like a healer or a therapist that you could like present this to and like have them work with it with you, that makes it a whole lot. If, even if you have a friend, like anything really works. It, it does make it a lot easier to have someone say the sentences to you and then you say the sentences back. But I really do encourage uh, you you implement this, especially like it's it, people are we're, we're all still very uncomfortable with everything that's happened over the past few years and what keeps happening. So like now is the time to start like massaging your own shoulders and like taking stress like off your plate. 
if there ever was a time. And you bring up a good point about like starting out. It's difficult because yeah, you you have to memorize it and you gotta, you know, you're not good at it because you're doing it for the first time, and that can kind of be a turnoff for a lot of people. And it reminded me of this image that I saw on TikTok, and um, it, you you mentioned doom scrolling. Uh, I kind of do the opposite, hope scrolling. Nice. And because like you know TikTok had this like whole there's like this whole trend where like you know people are posting like absolutely horrendous suicidal like self-deprecating shit like to a whole new level and so there's other people who are doing like the complete opposite who are like you know encouraging people to be strong and like uh posting about the indomitable human spirit you know and um so one of these images was it says sometimes independence and peace starts like this and it shows an image of like an inflatable air mattress on the ground with like a blanket and like a tv on the ground and like in like a completely empty apartment and i was like that's true like so if you're if you're just starting logo synthesis right now it's going to look like you having a piece of notebook paper in front of you like sitting down with your eyes closed and then like forgetting what you're saying and like looking and reading at it again and like becoming proficient at it and like you're going to start off doing anything poorly that's the point Mm -hmm. you know like i said before if everyone could have 300 twitter followers or if it was so easy you know everyone would so you have to be able to accept that you're not that good nobody wants to be bad but you're going to be bad at something when you first do it yeah maybe bad's not the right word but improficient right so don't let those things discourage you because those are that's just the beginning. That should give you the encouragement to get better so you can do logo synthesis without a piece of paper. So you can do it anywhere you want, but it starts with you know the piece of paper. Yeah, and you also you have to be honest with yourself. Like I remember these meditations I learned at the school and doing like the extra curricular uh, stuff with my healer. Like some of these meditations take as little as five minutes. And I would just rather play Super Smash Brothers. And I remember talking to my healer about it. And he was he was helping me feel into and unpack my resistance. He was very helpful. But then at the at the end of it, he did say, you know, because he does talk to me like I'm an adult. He said, you know, Anthony, at the end of the day, this is a five minute meditation. So if you're not willing to commit those five minutes for your own healing, you're like, like you can't commit five minutes or are you making up excuses because you don't want to leave your comfort zone? He's absolutely right. So, the logo synthesis takes, I mean, depending on how long you want to sit there in between senses, takes anywhere between 5 to 15 minutes. So, if you're feeling resistance, you can, like, unpack the resistance first. And you could do, like, all this internal work on that first to help get you to do logo synthesis. And that of itself is monumental and huge because that's going to have a cascading effect on other things you have resistance to where you'll be able to 
notice it and check in with it if it if it pops up with like i don't know doing your taxes or whatever the hell so really there is no bad place to start wherever you're starting is really good and fundamental for your growth yeah for real yeah wise words yeah yeah i'm a reiki healer too what's up (laughs) (laughs) that's right your boy's back he's done looking at crypto charts healer anthony (laughs) he's back in the room um yeah so so i think it's amazing uh we should well is there any other uh finishing words um maybe if you can't let go tell yourself that whatever you don't want to let go of it's still gonna be there uh no matter what you know like with the meditation like what you were talking about with the smash bros like i used to have a a problem going to work because i really didn't want to let go of my comfort zone um and i would always like wait till like the very last minute and and i I would just create like a super stressful life that i was living so i just started telling myself the thing that like my video games are still going to be here when i get back like i'm not missing out on anything i'm not you know it's not it's not the end of the world this isn't the last time i'm going to play warframe or the last time i'm going to watch youtube you know it's not it's not death to go and do something that i have to do and then that helped me get out and do the things that i had to do and then when i saw it was okay it broke down those walls and neuroplasticity and full circle yeah and on top of that you'll enjoy it more when you do get to it because you took that break exactly yeah fuck yeah hell yeah so (laughs) (laughs) um before we do plugs because you know people tend to go don't leave i have actually a very 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 exciting announcement so uh my my amazing illustrator atmo she finished the next batch of illustrations so we now have nfts available for server boosters in our discord server that we're recording this live in for level three patrons hello and for people that reach level 77 by being active in the server so if you acquire one of these nfts you get access like i mentioned earlier to my free crypto giveaways that i'm going to be doing and all these different utilities I'm going to be coming up with down the road. Like you're getting, by having one of these NFTs, you're getting VIP access to the stuff that I'm doing and the stuff that I'm building and things that I'm going to be implementing down the road. So if you're listening to the podcast and you like the podcast, uh, being a tier three patron, you're going to get access to our bonus shows, which we're going to start coming out with more. I actually have the free time and the mental clarity to start doing that again. Uh, you're going to get more of uh, like a vote and an interaction and a say in things we're doing with the show. And you get a free NFT airdrop to you that gives you access to all the other stuff that I'm doing. So if that's interesting, also they look fucking sick because Atmo is an amazing illustrator and they're, the NFTs are always going to be based off of the Starfall lore and the Starfall characters that I'm making into a Web3 series. So you know, that's pretty nice as well. So, and I don't know, maybe having one of these NFTs helps you get like some alpha with that down the road. Uh, Who's to say? 
if you're if you're interested in any of that, feel free to uh, become a, a patron. I gotta say. So, yeah, just I want to throw it out there because you know, uh, people 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 leave when we start doing plugs. So, Connor, let's do plugs. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you, for me, my plug is that if you <clears throat> would like remote Reiki healing, um, or any other like energetic service. Uh, or some sort of consultation or whatever, or not consultation, but consulting, um, then you can email me at spirittonality at protonmail.com, and I'll get back to you pr- pretty darn quick. That's my plug. He's very good. Gotta say. <laughs> so, uh, my plug you can find most of this stuff going to my website, reikioverdrive.com. I, God, I'm still not good at this. <laughs> Too many things. <laughs> um, so you can either go to reikioverdrive.com. You can follow me on Twitter. Help, you know, uh, I, I, you don't really have to help with that. Uh, you can follow me at architect0117 on Twitter. If you want to see things that I tweet about all between crypto and spiritual things. I'm working on a Web3 project called Starfall. I'm currently looking for illustrators, musicians, voice actors, uh, writers to bring on staff. If you're interested in any of that, if you have talents in any of those things, reach out to me. Uh, I'm a producer at StoryDAO. We're going to be announcing our next big project within the next week or so. I'm fucking hyped because I... It's such a, mm, it's a, is a good story. And I'm not just saying that because I'm part of the staff. I'm saying that because I know some details. It's fucking sick. So that's very exciting. You could follow me on Twitter if you want like way more live updates on that. Or you can go to our Discord server. Uh, Discord server is uh, also called Starfall. We record our episodes here. I just got done purging our inactive members because I got up to... I have a habit where right when we get to around 200 members, I do something drastic and get rid of most of them. First, it was the children. This time, it was the AFK members because most people joined my server for the free tarot readings and free healings we did. And uh, when I stopped being friends with Bobby and Brittany and they left, the tarot readings went away. And then I went and became a crypto bro. So all the spiritual people, like just decided to not be around anymore. So I I got rid of them. We're down to a cool 56, which is actually, that was really nice to see because I thought the number was going to be way lower. People had to actively go and claim a role to show that they want to be a part of the server and at least observe when I'm building. And 56 people who came here for spiritual stuff decided that they were going to stay around just to see what it is that I'm building. So it's actually very inspiring, and I really do appreciate that. So if you want to interact, if you want to hang out, if you want the perks for having these NFTs, if you want live updates on the stuff that I'm a part of and the stuff that I see coming in, Twitter, server, all that works. Um, at some point, I will be doing live streams again, not anytime soon, but that is a thing I'd like to start doing at some point when I have the time. Um... And I'm a Reiki practitioner, hence the name Reiki Overdrive for my website. If you want to reach out for my services, 
Uh, you can go there. And I love my cat. That's all my plugs. Nice. <laughs> got got through it all. One cohesive run-on sentence. <laughs> Shut up. A lot of commas. Not a lot of periods. Oh, also, I so I started to watch this new show called Squid Game. I don't know if anyone's heard of it, but I just started it now. And it's kind of sick. So plug for the Squid Game. Yeah, uh, plug. Shout out Squid Game. Because uh, healing looks different depending on who you are and where you're at. And for me, my healing is I need to take a break from everything I'm experiencing and going through. So, you know, sometimes healing is working out. Sometimes it's just watching some good entertainment and letting it wash over you and just letting all that all that shit just fucking not have space in your head. And I got to say, it's fucking mm, nice. I'm just wa I'm just watching people get murdered all day today on this show, and I'm just like, mm. oh, the psychology, oh, the psychological battles and the bloodshed. It's just actually very engaging. I'm very pulled into the characters, which I need in a show. So I just I I I don't want any of these people to die, and so many people are dying. So I think I'm gonna walk away very heartbroken by the end of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I've seen it. You'll probably will. Ah, <laughs> so. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead, uh, get some food, uh, edit this together, and then I'm gonna just watch that for probably the rest of the day. Um, yeah, so that's the show Sounds next like week. I know, right? Way better than what it's, uh, what it's been, uh, this past week or so. Uh, next week we are talking Astral Projection. That is a Connor original. That was one of the ones he added to the roadmap, and I'm pretty fucking hyped about that. Uh, cause that's it's just... very original. Yeah, it's very interesting as a concept but i especially want to hear you like go off king about something that you know a lot about oh yeah oh yeah i may be unorthodox but we'll see we may get okay. some haters in the chat i let my haters be my motivators so there you go <laughs> <laughs> yep uh connor give us some wise words on our way out uh uh -oh. uh, take your vitamins yeah take your digestive enzymes mm -hmm. i shoved them all up my nose drink your water yep by god be root and be tuned yep those are my wise words uh claim your copper claim your wife what well, rhymes with wife knife life strife wife no. Goodbye. Uh, well, thank you for listening. <laughs> I would have died right there. I would have gotten fucking shot in the head if that was a Squid Game game. <laughs> and you know what? Don't be a sussy baka. That's all I have to say for sure. I am the architect. Smoking marijuana, eating Cheetos, and masturbating do not constitute plans in my book. Mm -hmm.